0: Tony's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1024, February 24th, 2023, the one year anniversary of Putin invading Ukraine. It was 59 degrees on this day in 1880, huh? And 20 below on this day in 1967. And, and I'm now, feeling golfy. From
1: the mayor's office
0: above the boathouse <laughs> on the east shore of Spoon Lake. It's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. What word have we chosen uh, for woke? Is it deterred when the... uh Pole, deterred win the poll. Oh, I forgot to look. And uh, we can't I'm, use Pharisee. Why? I got a very respectful letter from a uh, member of the uh, Jewish community ah. who gave me a history lesson on the use of the word I Pharisee. told you. And uh, per, it, it apparently has some bad connotations as it might relate to Jewish people, so we're not going to use Pharisee. All I did that? not know that. I'll buy oh, by here that. Here it is. Can I read this? I would
2: like to hear because I was very, I was very pro-Pharisee because it fit.
0: Uh, Joe, I work for the Jewish Community Relations Council of Minnesota and the Dakotas. Our mission is to build relationships and understanding on behalf of the Jewish community. A Jewish listener of your podcast sent us Friday's episode concerned about using Pharisee as a pejorative substitute for woke. As was noted in the discussion, the history of that word includes its use as a slur against Jews. It's a long and complicated history, but our advice is to avoid using that term outside its specific historical context since it can be interpreted as a negative stereotype against Jews. I know you have issues related to anti-Semitism on your show in the past. Please know J.C.R.C. Executive Director Steve Hunig's would gladly be a guest on your show to discuss anti-Semitism, Israel, and other Jewish-related issues. Thank you, Sammy Ramamim, Ramamim, Director of Communications and Community Affairs, Jewish Community Relations Council of Minnesota, and the Dakotas. Okay, we won't use Pharisee. See how agreeable we are.
3: Here's your. Uh, Where
0: are we on the poll question?
3: Here is the poll results, courtesy of the Garage Logic Twitter account. In fourth place with fourth placed, in fourth place with twenty percent is turds. Yep. In third place yeah. was Pharisees Good. with twenty two percent. Well we'll
0: scrap that. Okay.
3: In second place was Delusionists with twenty-eight percent. Right. And your winner, according to the Garage
0: Logic Podcast Twitter account, Regressives with
3: thirty percent.
0: Well, and Billy Stein, of course, he entered late, he knew he was late, but he had a submission. Zifters. That ain't bad either. Zealot, uh, something I can't find is deal here. So, whatever. Uh, We're at the golf show, and I'm feeling golfy. (laughs) Where's your hat? I put it in my briefcase. No, your
3: golfy hat.
0: I know. I couldn't find it. I have a hat that says feeling golfy, and I like to wear that to the golf show at the Minneapolis Convention Center, where you can win uh, a lot of money in a long putt contest. And there's a gentleman in the audience. Uh, I don't know him, but he, he was saying that you you made the putt, sir. You made it on the first try, and that requires you to do what? Well, isn't that unfortunate? You, you have to come back. Everybody wins. You got to come back. No, see, see. In other words, in other words, uh, it was a come on. If you make the putt, you're just put in a pool with other people who make the putt. And then you have a putt off on Sunday, I would imagine. Well, Excuse I, I would, I would like your chances, uh, given that you read that correctly and made it on the first attempt. What is your name, sir? Pesci. Joe. <laughs> His name is Joe Pesci. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he looks very. It might be Joe Pesci. Never know. <laughs> uh, the 2023 Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show is open all weekend long from Hall B. Inside the Convention Center where we are. Tickets and more information online at minnesotagolfshow.com. Each ticket purchased includes 14... I hope you guys bought tickets online and got the 14 free rounds. 14 free rounds of golf courtesy of twincitiesgolf.com. It's a $500 value and a coupon for $20 off at PGA Tour Superstore. Golf show open tonight until 6 p.m., Saturday until 6 p.m., and Sunday until 3 p.m. So, sir, Joe Pesci, you'll have to come back sometime Sunday between 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. Well, maybe you could come back and watch him. He's now... now 14, you said 14 rounds. He's now regretting the fact that he made that putt. Yes, 14 free rounds for a $12 ticket. That gives you
4: 252 holes, and if he bought three tickets times three...
0: He's got seven hundred and fifty-six holes to look forward to. You won't mind me going through some things that are uh, pretty I, germane to what we've been talking about. Can I
2: address something before you even start, sir? Yes. Can we take a Garage Logic Town Council vote that we never get our photos updated ever again? <laughs> look at those five good-looking guys over there that no longer <laughs> exist. Yeah, where they look,
4: they look young.
2: Sorry for the false advertising. You're not getting those guys today. They are all dead. Yeah, <laughs> they are I'm, all I'm dead. Sure I'm, I'm
3: actually st- not even on there. I'm still in my 20s in that photo. Yeah, you are, Kenny. No, You're on there. There yeah, you are. I don't
2: know who that is.
4: That's definitely not me. Right. Superimposed. Okay. Another
3: thing we need to address, Rook, and I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, you are now in charge of driving Joe and Kenny back <laughs> to the radio station. No, you're
2: locked in. Once you do it, you can't some go back.
3: Very incriminating evidence <laughs>
4: on this cell phone of this fella going off. Yeah. Let's just say Uh-oh. going off. What Even
0: though it's golf season, I have an interesting <laughs> right note okay. from Thomas Tadlock who said, "Just wondering if the below zero records established in the late 1800s had anything to do with the eruption of Krakatoa." on August 27, 1883. Reading about it, it was quite the explosion, supposedly the loudest sound ever produced on Mother's Earth at 310 decibels. The force of the blast nearly 10,000 times that of the atomic bomb dropped on Hiroshima. Over the following five days, shockwaves from the explosion traveled Around the globe seven times, would the ash in the atmosphere blocking sunlight have cooled things down for years following that event? And my answer is yes.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I am a climatologist. Right.
0: Now, speaking of the weather, uh, you're probably all uh, weary of me uh, yelling at people to get off my lawn when it comes to these (laughs) overhyped storms. But uh, I, I have a new way to look at it. Television news, uh, and most principally the Golf Channel—if it might be considered part of the news dynamic—they're ruining the United States. The Golf Channel? How so? The, did I say Golf Channel? No, I'm sorry. Channel. The Weather Channel. Oh, okay. Weather Channel. They're ruining the United States. They—they they shout catastrophe so long and loud that it almost becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. That people won't move. Yeah, they uh, Weather Channel had a gal in Waukegan, Illinois on uh, Tuesday night. And I believe she stayed there and they kept cutting back to her on Tuesday night. I was only watching to see uh, if I could get a flight out of town. And sure enough, it got canceled back to here. Uh, But she she was standing near the Fox. No, uh, I'm sorry. She was in Green Bay and she was near the Fox River. And she would walk over to some snow and say, "Look! Look what happens when I put my foot down, and and it made an imprint in the snow. There. And then she said, "Oh, look at this sidewalk over here. There's no snow on it because the wind blew the snow off." <laughs> and I, uh, I don't know how to handle that. I don't know how to uh, contain my, uh, my angst when that uh, I'm encountered with that because it was. Uh, it was just horrific. And then the word historic has been tossed around. Yeah. There's nothing historic about this. No,
4: but uh, they sold it to us like it was going to be historic. And they started the week before. And right up until yesterday, right around, oh, 8 a.m. or so, they were still saying it was going to be big. And then they started retracting. It might not make the top twenty.
2: Yeah, but they were closing schools. They were closing restaurants early. The at three governor, in The governor,
4: the king, supreme ruler over all of us,
0: declared a, an emergency, a peacetime emergency. I know. Yesterday, out of hand. yeah. What yeah. what when, does that what does that entail? What what did that mean? It, it,
4: I think it means run for your lives. We're doomed. <laughs> yeah. You people are not able to handle this kind of weather.
3: Stay in your house, lock the doors. Maybe go downstairs get in an interior room but the problem kenny it. is and I, I don't disagree with anything you just said the problem is we have too many people that don't know how to handle this weather especially on the roads my uh, as god.
0: evidenced in this morning's. Morning. oh my god yeah. well i have a dark prophecy it's very dark i don't want to do it when we're all feeling so golfy come on down to the golf show
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's not very golfy yet
0: we we've uh Hinted around and toyed with some of the stories predicting climate lockdowns, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. I think it's all part of a piece. Uh, However, uh, unconsciously it's connected, it will become consciously connected. And I I think the day is coming when, and you're not far off the mark calling walls a ruler as opposed to a dedicated public servant trying to help the public. I, I think the day is coming when the rulers will determine that in any weather event whatsoever, everything will be shut down. Everything. No work, no school. Joe,
4: they canceled the flights before the storm even And began. no travel.
0: And that'll be for rain or yeah. if it's too sunny yep. or it's too foggy or yep. it's too snowy too or hot. it's too cold or it's too hot. Yep. That And that plays into their sale of the climate change nonsense. They, Absolutely. And I, by the way, on the climate change nonsense, I got a... a, a An email from a fellow in Alaska taking issue with my belief that we shouldn't ban gas-powered yard equipment. Come on. He said, I use an electric up here, and it works just fine. You're a sanctimonious blowhard. And he said, I bet you're not even worried about your (laughs) grandchildren suffering uh, the effects of climate change. And my answer is, you're right. I'm not. I'm not worried at all. Oh, no. that's, that's the least thing I'm worried about that they're going to face. So the least thing. He's been drinking the Kool-Aid. How yeah. big is his yard? I don't know. He lives in Alaska. It could be, you know, huge.
4: Huh.
0: Uh, hail huh. the flashlight king. Hail, hail you. Uh, Andrew Roberts writes, I'm just getting caught up, and I listened to the podcast of Feb 15 about the build of bas- ban gas lawn equipment. I work as a wildland firefighter during the spring, summer, and fall, and this bill would ban the equipment we use. Within the wildland service, we use gas-operated portable Mark III pumps, gas chainsaws, and have small portable pumps mounted to our engines. An electric chainsaw just isn't fast enough to take down trees, and we can't carry enough batteries to get it done. I guess these liberals think that they're not liberals, they're turds. (laughs) I guess these liberals think these are outlets in the wilderness. There are outlets in the wilderness. This will have a massive impact on firefighter safety as well as to the public. Well, imagine the ramifications of that ban, which will not pass this time, by the way. That was a trial balloon. But imagine the ramifications of it in the future. Imagine. 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 This fellow, uh, Patrick Dempsey, also responded... I was listening to the Feb 15 podcast and you discussed the bill to ban the sale of gas-powered lawn equipment. Well, this morning we had a snow squall pass-through. This is written dated Feb 20, Monday. Well, this morning we had a snow squall pass-through where I live and I... It dropped about an inch of fluffy white snow. I worked from home, so when the snow was done, I went out to shovel the snow. After a few shovelfuls, I said to myself, screw this. I know it's coming. And grabbed my one-cylinder steel leaf blower. And I started clearing the sidewalk and porch with my beautiful soon-to-be-banned gas-powered leaf blower. I cleared the sidewalk up to the garage. And when I got to the garage, I thought, you know what? I'm going to fire up the soon-to-be-banned two-cylinder Cub Cadet lawn tractor. So I set down the leaf blower while it continued to idle. Then I jumped on the (laughs) Cub Cadet and started it up and just let it (laughs) idle. Then I thought, why not fire up the Kubota? So I climbed on my three-cylinder diesel-powered Kubota farm tractor and fired that up and just let it idle. Then I thought, well, what the hell, I might as well start up the Toro. So I pulled out the one-cylinder Toro snowblower, fired it up, and just let it idle. Then I went back to the steel that was idling in the driveway and cleared the snow off the truck and the old Buick sitting off to the side and the rest (laughs) of the driveway with the steel. (laughs) When I was done, I set down the steel and went inside to get the the dogs and let them out while all four of my internal combustion engine machines continued idling away. After about 15 more minutes of being outside with the dogs, I decided it was time to shut things down now that all the snow was cleared and the CI implements got some much-needed idle time before the big show predicted this week. Then I posted a tweet on Heather Edelson's Twitter page about all the gas-powered <laughs> diesel machines I ran today. All the best. Patrick Dempsey in Etter, Minnesota. Heather Edelson was one of the two legislators right. proposing this nonsense. Too bad to he ban. didn't burn any tires. <laughs> you know, um,
4: he might have. The, uh, what, what do we call them, the Environmental Justice Squad?
0: Yeah, they're they're out there. They
4: would have arrested me last Friday. I got to my studio at, at about 5 a.m., and I meant to run right into town, so I left the truck running to warm sure. up before I go in there. Never did make it to town. Walked out of the studio oh. at 2 p.m. Whoops. Still running? There's that, my
0: truck running. <laughs>
4: Who
3: was that? That reminds me, the guy, the
0: Pete. pilot. He got on an airplane, right? Pete <laughs> left his truck running and then flew to Seattle. <laughs> and it was still running when he got back. I think you guys know him. Pete Johnson, I think? he's uh, Weren't
3: they... Uh, Weren't, weren't people that were working with him placing bets as yeah. to how long the truck yeah.
4: was going to run? Was for? it an overnight trip?
0: Oh, I think it was 72 hours. <laughs> I think it was 72 awesome. hours, and he got That's back, awesome. it was running just fine, <laughs> yeah. just fine. Nice <laughs> and warm. How, yeah. how did everybody here on this staff weather the Armageddon? Everybody alive? You're still gig. alive? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody it lost right. any family it was, members?
4: It was fun, Yeah.
2: yeah. Not even close. Yeah.
4: Distance right. learning's is a, a good time. The snow, though, Distance Joe, did uh, inspire a guy to write me an email that I thought was cute. Uh, and he's really mad at us. He says, let it snow. You GLers skip town because you're a wussy. Come on. <laughs> Driving is an adventure. In winter, we used to load up the Bronco with a case of beer and a tow strap and drive around. Oh, yeah, we also put in a can of sea foam in the tank i thought well oh, that's kind of mean you read that because of the sea foam i read that because his sign off is sincerely john in arizona oh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: you know there's been so much in the news lately about the uh, environmental conditions in east palestine ohio because of the train derailment mm-hmm. and uh, it develops that ilhan omar uh, withdrew her support for East Palestine oh when my. she learned it was in Ohio. But boom, boom, oh, boom, yeah. boom, boom. she That's learned funny. it was in it was in Ohio. <laughs> West, over in the over in the Middle East, we're feeling golfy. <laughs> and uh, did you all get the note on Angela Davis, the uh, black activist who uh, hates the country and hates white people? No. And what happened? Well, she went on that show uh, with that uh, Gates guy to I, learn about I, yeah, her. Yeah,
1: I watched this actually.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, sure. Her ancestors came over on the Mayflower. Oh, she has some uh, Caucasian in her background. Is that her, right, John? Her
1: fourth great grandfather. Yeah.
0: came over on the Mayflower.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, what? It, how is she responding to that? Uh, she uh, responded uh, by shock, and uh, she was surprised. Needless to say, and, and in the background, of course, there was slaves being owned. So, yeah, she. Was upset about that well, That her family would have had any.
0: She's just an evil
4: patriarch So wait a minute Her ancestors owned slaves? Uh, yes The the guy The fourth great grandfather This isn't the same guy That was on or The gal that was on that uh, Radio no. show And accused the host No, of being no. The, a- no Angela, Angela Davis, Davis Is a
0: Long-time firebrand, uh, probably before your time. Of, uh, you're there thinking of Areva Martin. There right? we go. She, uh, she
1: became uh, of. one of the spokespeople for the Black Panthers. She was oh. uh, she was uh, accused of uh, selling weapons to people who killed police. I mean, she was a big-time activist. Huge, huge activist. Yeah. And now she's got the, the
0: grandfather problem. We're live at the golf show. It's the Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show, open all weekend inside Hall B at the Minneapolis Convention Center.
3: Here's a guy that forgot his feeling golf he had at the golf show, Joe Sucheri before you jump back into the hot topics, did you
4: notice when we walked in the back door that um, you noticed a few GL bags? I did. And I saw that and I thought, wow, all these people have stopped by the GL booth right. to pick up a bag. Yeah, they're right over there. Turns out everybody that comes in the place gets, gets one gets a yeah. GL yeah. bag. Yeah. So we must be trying to get rid of them. Right.
2: <laughs> Here's Rook. How did you feel when you walked in out of the cold today? Pretty happy, Rook. I had a hat on. Okay, you had a hat on. You were warm. Well, right now, when the weather gets like this, uh, your uh, furnace becomes extremely important. But more importantly wow. than that, who you call... <laughs> I, I would agree with a that. A working <laughs> furnace, when it's this cold, is is rather important. It's an important thing. It's Home key. run. <laughs> I know I'm out on a limb there, but I do want to tell you, who you call to work on that furnace is even more important. Now, are you going to trust the music coming back up while you're doing a spot? No, you're not going to do can't that. Count on that. You're going to trust a family that has four generations and 100 years of service. That's a long time. Those are a lot of different furnaces, all sorts of different systems that they work on. In fact, they've repaired more than 100,000 home heating systems. That's Ray and Welter Heating. They're online at welterheating.com. And again, four generations 100,000 home heating systems repair, 24-7 on-call service, which is in play today, and they are family-run. Now, they work with Mitsubishi and train. They've got great equipment that they install, and they also want to remind you, if it's making some funny noises, have them call have you call them, and have them tune it up for you. They're really happy to come by. And if you want to tell them that the rook sent you, God that's
0: Almighty. Are you bringing the furnace to them?
2: Every second that you They'll every second you. that you talk, I'm adding time to this. <laughs> now let me give you their phone number, 612-825-6867. There's a lot of these guys that are popping up with funny jingles and all that kind of stuff. Go with somebody tried and true. Uh, Ray N Welter Heating online at welterheating.com, dot
4: Look at the millennials in the audience. Mm-hmm. Such. We got one, two, three, four. Five millennials on their phone, even as we
3: speak. (laughs) Speaking of on your phone, this is I-80 in Wyoming.
0: Yeah, that doesn't do listeners any good. Well, no, you You, were complaining about the lack of snow and how it wasn't really a storm. Well, some places get get snow. Here's Stein's email. (laughs) I guess the polling is over for the GL replacement for the word woke. I submitted an entry, but it evidently came up short. I skulked off to the penalty box and felt shame, and here's what I came up with. Zifters, an acronym for Zealots for the Ridiculous. Zealots because they are fanatical about their causes, sometimes resorting to violence as in Antifa. And ridiculous because, of course, their causes are ridiculous. Regardless of the poll results, I will be calling them Zifters. You are welcome to, uh, if you wish. Now that I see it, Zifter rhymes with grifter. Like the greatest grifter of all time, Al Gore, all the better. That's not bad. Zifters. <laughs> is not Zifter's bad. is good.
4: But, again, he's uh, he needs to keep in mind we're lazy, yeah. and we don't want to have to explain it over and over and over again.
0: So, again, what was number one on the poll? Regressives. The regressives.
3: That doesn't need explaining.
4: Well, that and,
3: you know, God love Billy. We do, but the people that email, hey, you know that poll you had six months ago? I've yeah. got a suggestion for it. Yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah, the people that
4: listen that are like three or four weeks behind me right. are listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, all GLers are aware that uh, snow shoveling is in play in the city of Minneapolis in terms of it becoming the responsibility of uh, the city government to, to sidewalk, what could go do wrong? the sidewalk shoveling. And then it, it, it's really easy to go from there and just make an additional prediction. It will become racial. I'm looking at a piece from uh, Five Eyewitness News that I don't know how we missed it. It was back on February 19th of this year. Okay, That's a week ago. Five days ago. Right. Minnesota. Uh, the city's Public Works and Infrastructure Committee is now looking at ways that a city-run sidewalk plowing and snow removal program might work Currently, you get 24 hours to clear the sidewalks, and then theoretically you might get a fine if you don't. I've yet to see anyone get a fine. The committee approved a study of municipal snow and ice removal programs that could be put into effect by 2027, because it takes a long time you know, to plan and, sure. and get ready. The study looked at ways the city could take responsibility for maintaining the sidewalks and residents would be off the hook for that unpleasant chore. <laughs> According to the city, since 2016, there have been 23,000 properties with sidewalk complaints, with compliance varying and fees generally impacting minority residents there we go. in a disproportionate manner. Yeah. All right. Minneapolis wishes to create accessible sidewalks for all citizens, including older residents and those with disabilities. For one, it could make the sidewalks uh, safer for all the runners, and goes on to say, whatever. Uh, In 2021, there were 4,500 unshoveled sidewalks. The new directive aims to give more information about the city sidewalks and how to make the city more walkable. And that's all it said about the race question, but we're finding that uh, unshoveled sidewalks impact minority residents disproportionately. Well, what's the GL answer to that?
3: B as in B, S as an S? No. Oh.
0: Shovel your damn sidewalk. Right. It, and what's more likely? Uh, do, what difference? What, what, what does your skin color have to do with shoveling? Just shovel. Who cares? Are they talking low-income minorities? Not necessarily. It just says, according to the city, <clears throat> there have been more than 23,000 properties with sidewalk complaints. Is is it for uh, the want of a shovel? Uh, or it could be uh, lousy landlords, maybe, not taking care of an apartment building. I, I don't know, but it, it was fated, fated to become a
4: racial Situation. Do you remember how much the program they're floating would cost us on a yearly basis? No. I don't remember the figure.
0: I think seven billion. So we twenty take, billion. Let's take whatever
4: that price is. Say it's uh, you know a hundred thousand no, dollars. No, it's not going to be that. Five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Divide it in half. Take that two fifty. Go down to Walmart buy a bunch of shovels. Uh, or Or maybe we could have a share a shovel uh, program the way we do with bicycles. That's the way this will
0: be looked at. Of because, course it will. Because what's not being looked at in virtually every aspect, uh, the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, is the just even the notion of personal responsibility. Right. That That's not even in the cards. Right. The only thing in the cards is how can we do it, and then we'll be bigger and we'll have more money and we'll do it. And they'll screw it up just like people, uh, just from, like uh, civilians screw from it up. From a
3: safety standpoint, what's more likely to happen? You get injured on your run because of an unshoveled sidewalk, or uh, option B, where you get mugged uh, making your run in the city of Minneapolis?
0: Well, I'd say that's 50 50. Right. That's Roll even the dice. money. Yeah. I got the perfect way to avoid carjacking in the winter if you got a four wheel drive car. It, but chances are the carjackers would yes. not know that it's four-wheel drive. Right. So you get in it, and they come to the door, right. and they say, we want your car. Yeah. And they're, you say, they're, they're okay, like that fine, <laughs> fine. You can have the damn car, but you're going to have to, why don't you at least push me out to the street, then I'll get out, and you can get in and take it because right now it's stuck. Right. So the morons get behind you and start pushing. You just flip it to your four-wheel drive setting and take off. You realize we had, a, we had a... I think that's pretty good. That's pretty brilliant. I think it was last winter we had a case like that.
4: There yeah. was somebody stuck in the freeway. Somebody pulled over to help him, helped him out, got him out of the
3: ditch, took their car and drove away. <laughs> there was a, a video, and I don't know what city it took place in, but something very similar to that, Joe. Yeah. Guy, I'm going to guess, he's in his mid to late 30s, is sitting in the driver's seat, windows are down, guy pulls up a gun. He says, okay, okay, you can have it. Just come around to the other side. So the guy goes to the other side. As soon as he got behind the car, the guy took off. Well, yeah, you have to. So he had a plan. Everybody's got to have a plan. Welcome to Minneapolis. Uh, in my Enjoy absence. Enjoy the convention center.
0: In my absence, I noticed a terrible accident. One of the reasons it was notable is because of its location. Summit and Cretan. Oh, yeah. Right at the corner where St. Thomas is. St. Yep. Thomas University. It was a fatal, was it not? A fatal. And it was a stolen car. Yeah. And chance, oh, John, do you know anything about tree? that? I mean, do you know anything about well, the record of the driver? It was probably,
1: uh, probably a guy who stolen fifteen cars. I do not have any details All on right. that. Only that the car was stolen. Was that the one where they hit the tree and it burned down? The car burned? No, it hit. It was two
4: cars.
0: Oh, okay. You're up. thinking of a different car, Jack. But jacket. but who died? It, it the was driver of, car, of the stolen right. car?
1: The, the oh, I better look. I, I think I the, the driver so of sure.
0: the stolen car drive, I think, died. I think I <laughs> think you are correct. Yes. And I hope I hope that's the case. As opposed to the innocent, no. As opposed to the yeah. innocent people, the idiot hit. But yeah. how fast could they have been going? Because it's twenty-five uh, thi- there, is it not? It's a uh, it's a very uh, modest speed limit there. Apparently, the guy was speeding through the light. And and what 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 the kids at St. Thomas might want to uh, pursue is find out what the guy's record was, and then maybe you want to have a talk with John Choi, if in fact the guy had been released in St. Paul for a variety of other crimes. Because that's hitting pretty close to your campus. That's not even hitting close to your campus. It's hitting in the middle of your campus. That's on campus, yeah. It's on campus where you cross the street, all of you uh, regressives. And you might want to check on that because uh, terrible.
2: I just got an urchin. uh, My last urchin just got into UST.
0: Let him in, huh?
2: (laughs) Yep. Yeah, despite all my uh, shortcomings. uh,
0: Patrick. Yes, sir. I got a question for you. <laughs> Pat.
5: Yes, Joe.
0: I uh I read uh I believe you might have tweeted it out that you were uh Johnny, can you turn me up? I can't hear my sure. <laughs> okay. gotcha you, got you, Pat. I, I heard I heard that on Wednesday yes. uh, you 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 noted yes. that you live only about two miles from Care Eleven. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, Olson and, Memorial Highway, Joe. And that, <laughs> and that you were, uh, you took their counsel uh, wisely and stayed home because you thought it was uh, almost deathly to go out, and you noted that you were afraid to go get your ashes for Ash Wednesday.
5: Yes, which is an annual tradition. We go out of the, the Saint Gabriel to get the uh, get the ashes put on your forehead, Joe.
0: Right, and and uh, you always did that as a child. Yes, yes,
5: I did. I never missed an Nash Wednesday.
0: But, but now uh, you're going to use the snowstorm as an excuse not to venture out. Well, no, we just had the DA uh,
5: had the DA pound a little heater, and uh, I just used some of those uh, Paul mall ashes to uh, crisscross applesauce.
0: <laughs> okay. So, so you figure that'll work, then?
5: Yes, I think my uh, initial tweet was. If this storm lives up to the hype, there figures to be a large supply of ashes left over at the Holy <laughs> Roman houses of worship tomorrow. Uh, that was my—that uh, was my actual and tweet.
4: Later, a day later, you lashed out at uh, Carol Evan and all the meteorologists yeah. here in the. Metro. Yes, I did. I
5: was not going to use my car. I was going to march down there the two miles by waddling fat ass down there <laughs> to go give him a little piece of my mind, tell him to stop
4: scaring us. <laughs>
3: Patrick, you should have heard the panic in both the traffic man's voice and mine when we were wondering if Joe was going to make it back because uh, the traffic man had said, we better get Patrick down here because not one of us bleepers knows how to talk golf. And so we were very worried that you weren't going to be able to make it today. Yes, I. Uh,
5: I although I don't play the game anymore, I can uh, certainly uh, discuss it with you. Say, uh, on a side note, uh, Joe, how did you... Uh How did you take the news of a a flight cancellation and half a world apart?
0: Uh, I took it very well. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, really, there's nothing you can do. I I was very calm. Uh, We don't
3: know that.
5: But I
0: believe it was canceled as a result of the self-fulfilling prophecy that we were all going to die if we went outside. Yes, which is very unfortunate.
5: But did did you even get a chance to say... Let's take a chance. Let's vote. Let's just uh, get up in the air.
0: No, in fact, it's interesting, Pat, that you asked me that because they canceled it at 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, you, got a, you get a ring on your phone that says, don't bother going to the airport. Your flight's canceled. Well, they,
5: uh, they did you a service by uh, uh, sending that 3 a.m. email as opposed to driving to the airport and uh, learning at that point.
0: One more question for you. Yes, final answer. <laughs> Final question would be uh, <laughs> would be you believe yep. the churches now have an abundance of unused ashes? Yeah, what are they? Do you think uh, you think Ash Wednesday could get a do-over? I do believe the
5: uh, Archbishop has, uh, or the Pope. I don't know who it is. Somebody said somebody with the uh, the uh, Roman, somebody
0: in authority. Somebody in the,
5: with the Roman collar in the
3: ashes department.
5: Yeah, someone in the. Catholic Ashes Department has made a decision that they might extend it either next Wednesday or maybe just slap them on you on Sunday when you go to Mass.
0: All right, that's a very good idea. Why let them go to waste, right? Yes, sir.
5: uh, I don't think they keep
0: well.
4: No, uh, Royce, I have a question. Uh, growing up, uh, I, th- I think I'm Presbyterian. I don't know what I am. I, yes,
0: I'm there's Catholic, still time for you, Kenny.
4: What, uh, what, what does the ash, What's that
0: mean? You're returning to earth. You're returning to dust. Ashes to ashes. From dust you came. Dust you return. Dust you shall return. Yes, yes. yes. this is a uh, very sobering. Okay. Very sober. All right. Not sure when it started, where, but uh, where does the wine figure in? Not sure when it started. That's when you get home.
5: That's for the <laughs> DA. That's when you get home. <laughs> You go to that five o'clock ashes. <laughs> they slap them on your forehead, and they don't. Uh,
0: they don't slap them on. Paper. What do they do? It's <laughs> a gentle uh, application. It's a gentle
5: application of ashes that were burned from what? What are they? What are they burning? The I wonder uh,
0: if those are from palms.
5: Palm Sunday. Yes. 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 Palm Sunday. They, yeah. Last uh, year's palms. Last year's palms, and they put the start a fire, rubbing sticks together, and burn them up.
4: Ricey I have one more question. Uh, I was oh, at this an is about event. the third time you said that, Kenny. Uh, I was. Well, we got. Uh, Are you feeling golfy we, yet? We've got an hour to kill. Uh, yes, sir, Patrick. No, so we don't um,
0: ever say that.
4: Uh, I was at an event at a Catholic <laughs> church a couple of weeks ago, a birthday party, and uh, I, I whispered to one of my people, uh, Who, "Who's got the vodka? Where? Where's the vodka?" Thinking it was, you know, a big secret, yes. and we hide it and do it under yeah. the table. Turns out the vodka was right there on the buffet line, right next to the lemonade. You know, I, I, I that. I saw that pic. Did yeah, you tweet it's that out? a little shocking to me.
5: Well, no, those Catholics, they, uh, you know, every once in a while, there's a will, there's a will. When there's a will, there's a way. Right. And uh, for many years, I found the way, and then I found the way out in <laughs> thank, the 80s. Thank you, Pat. Yeah, yes, sir. Thank you, Pat. Hey, you guys uh, have a good time at the, uh, at the golf show. Yes, thank I'm gonna you. I'm going to go
0: waddle. All right, we're going to take a break and return to the <laughs> Minneapolis <laughs> Convention Center. Hey, where is the...
4: Uh... <laughs>
3: Feeling golfy. Hi. Kenny how about a liner.
0: We're at the golf show, feeling golfy. Are you feeling golfy? Feeling golfy. The 2023 Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show open all weekend at the Minneapolis Convention Center.
2: Excellent. Yeah, I'm not feeling golfy. You know what I'm feeling? Charitable. I'm feeling charitable. And I've been telling these good folks that it listened to the Garage Logic podcast about the Minnesota Masonic charities. And again, uh, books like The Da Vinci Code and countless programs on the History Channel have made the Masons a little bit of a mystery. Add the secret handshakes, the mystery only intensifies. But they may be a mystery to many people, but they're not a mystery to people in garage logic. And they're not a mystery to the people being treated for cancer at the Masonic Cancer Center. They're no mystery to the families of children being cared for at the Masonic Children's Hospital. Catching a theme here, and for more than 100 years, the Masons have cared for our elders at the Masonic Home in Bloomington. It's also no mystery to the young people receiving scholarships from the Minnesota Masonic Charities, as of the largest scholarship program in the state of Minnesota, granting more than a million dollars annually to Minnesota students. This year, they're introducing a scholarship program like no other, the Selfless Scholar Program. More on that on their website. Despite the secret handshakes, the Masons have become synonymous with philanthropy to the people of Minnesota. GL welcomes Minnesota Masonic Charities to the Garage Logic Family and we look forward to learning more about this very special organization go to mnmasoniccharities.org 5960
0: Say not only am I feeling golfy but Tim Bloom from Ecofund Motorsports has brought a crossfire golf cart to the show you got to check it out I if you're here sweet. It is really cool it's more than a golf cart that rear seat comes down becomes a bed like a pickup truck for hauling stuff around. Uh, this has got kids written all over it. I, 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 uh, I, I'm I, afraid I'm hooked. Uh, when you come to the golf show and you approach the the uh, KSEP area for uh, GL and the Purple Podcast, it's right here, and I presume it'll be here all weekend, right?
3: All I weekend. was uh, just talking to a young man who looked like he got separated from the group here in the front row,
0: right. and he gave it his approval. Right. It's a very nice golf cart.
3: It's kind of interesting <laughs> how the
4: side-by-sides of golf carts have melded into one similar-looking unit. It's just it a looks re- like you could catch a little air with that thing. And
0: that's gas power. That ain't no EV. I'd
4: be looking for a road approach I to see how much air I could... Uh...
0: Here's uh, in his uh,
1: remote uh, golf show newsroom is John Haidt. Thank you, Joe. Uh, this is all brought to you, by the way, the news by Josh Arnold. Uh, before I get to the news, some stuff we've talked about today. Yeah, uh, Krakatau, it uh, lowered the temp on average around the world three degrees. Really? next year. So you're really? you, were, you were correct. It had a definite uh, yes, it did impact on the uh, on whatever the temp. Uh, also, ashes have been around since Old Testament times. Really, yeah. Started with the Mordecai putting on a sackcloth and ashes when he heard the decree of King Azahurus of Persia. To, oh, to kill all the Jewish people in the Persian Empire. John. Yes, Kenny. When when I ask Matthew
4: who's taking on the role of Roycey a question. Yeah. Any question. Uh-huh. No matter what that question is. Yeah. It's not asked in a serious way you know I what don't though? care what I'm glad answers. to learn this though Kenny I'm sorry I, you're wrong I'm just trying to get more punchline I'm trying to milk rook for all these words
1: I see but John <laughs> I I I'm glad you hit to you all this switch.
2: I'm sorry I'm recharging <laughs> right now
1: I as you guys well know when something is said I have to look it up and see what really <laughs> right. happened
3: I and I, I appreciate <laughs> That's that just the way my mind right. all of that and more available on Twitter at mr. FYI <laughs> right
1: <laughs> Uh, and I did look up the story about the crash. You asked about the crash in St. Paul. Yes, the person who died was a passenger in the stolen vehicle. Oh, that's a shame. Thirty-year-old, oh, thirty-year-old huh? 30 woman, uh, Randy Lee Stone, and uh, the fella. I couldn't find anything about his record, uh, but uh, he said they had been living in the stolen Nissan Rogue, uh, Nissan Rogue and uh, they had been uh, doing lots of methamphetamine and drugs right. that particular day. Chances so,
0: are he's been in trouble before.
1: Okay. Fighting chance. Uh, Rook just handed me this. Uh, I might as well get this on. Uh, There's an Amber Alert. Missing child. Lakeville, Minnesota. Three years old. Leon Ramsarin, described as a light-skinned black boy, three feet tall, 35 pounds, brown short hair and brown eyes, wearing black sweatpants, black long-sleeved shirt, a black jacket with tan fur on the hood and boots. They don't have a suspect or vehicle description at that time. So that is in the Lakeville area. Hopefully
2: he just fell asleep downstairs in a nook and cranny
1: he's not missing. In the news, how big was the storm the past three days?
2: How big was it? How big wasn't it?
1: And was it overblown? Yes. preparation? That's been an ongoing battle on social media the past 24 hours. Uh, Government officials and meteorologists say uh, all our warnings were warranted and may have saved lives. Mm -hmm. A lot of of people disagree. Mm-hmm. Without the preps, officials say school buses and motorists might have been stranded, fire trucks might not have been able to get to fires, and residents would be scrambling to dig out vehicles. Why, why couldn't fire
3: trucks get to a fire? What does that have to do okay, with Okay, well, me? hold on. This does raise an interesting point, because I did drive to and from the station yesterday, and had it been normal traffic, it would have been an absolute bleep show. Right. So, But the, the fact that we were warned this heavily made it drivable. You know what I'm saying? It was far more manageable because nobody was on the roads yesterday. So that did help. Well,
0: that's an awkward way to look at it. What do you mean? Well, in other words, because people didn't go out, you could. No, I'm saying we we did avoid disaster (laughs) because so many people decided to stay home. Yeah, but you didn't decide to stay home, and what you're doing is praising the fact that the freeway... You're like Jesse Ventura. The only reason no. he got light rail is because he thought he had the freeway no, to himself. Okay. I think you're missing my point. My, Why my, am
6: I being called into this because, conversation? You because know?
0: you took the money because you figured you'd be alone on 94.
3: <laughs> well,
6: it failed. I know. You know.
3: How many times do you li- uh, lied the, uh, ride the light rail there, Governor? I ain't never been on the train. John, continue. Uh, Joe, you- I think we had more crashes
0: today. Than we did yesterday. Because people are back out. Yeah, and
3: That's precisely my point. Yeah. Huh? The, uh, I know
0: what your point is, but it, it's... Do what uh, now? There's a there's a hole in it. The, no, there's a hole in the sky where the tree went. I right. thought it was
6: the bucket.
3: No. <laughs>
1: I thought there was You're a hole in your, the roof. good
6: gal, Liza. Liza, get on over here and fix this bucket. It's got a hole in it.
4: <laughs> you,
1: start you know, with-
4: I, I try, and I... Uh, so we need to nail Reavers down on this. Where, I know where, he doesn't get it. Where do you stand? Are you with the czar and the king and the no, supreme ruler? No, I, I do think
3: we overreacted, or, but I do think had we not, were you born and raised in Florida, oh Texas? Boy. No, well, wow. I guess what I'm trying to say is a lot of people heeded said warning, right? And, and you and you didn't. Well, someone had And to so come you were
0: happy.
6: That they heeded the warning. What does heat have to do with the warning? Heed,
1: because not heat. Because you're
6: born in a barn, and he left the barn door open, and you're... Eating the outside. John Height with the noose. <laughs> you know you why
1: know, I brought this story in, don't you? Because I knew all this would happen. So. You know that
6: a governor outranks the mayor.
1: If you, <laughs> if you would like the uh, you know? uh, totals... Uh, Shut up! Basically to the north side, uh, there were light totals, but to the south side heavier totals. Uh, for instance, Apple Valley won the unofficial bragging rights with 20 inches. BFD. Prior Lake saw 17 and a half inches. <laughs> Isn't Jen Ass 16? Governor, live at the golf show, we're not this talking to the
3: governor right a now. Fun Friday?
6: No. <laughs> all right, everybody, it's Fun Friday. Let's lay out all the partiness. Partiness? <laughs> yeah, I just invented a word. Not a boy. You know? Uh, Minneapolis and St. Paul. I like to do some shows like Okay, it's a thank really you. <laughs> boring Monday, you know. I ain't like the people of Turkey Town. We're in the heart of it
1: right now, Mean Gene. Turkey town. <laughs> Minneapolis and St. Paul are both offering free parking options because of the storm. Oh. And city officials say people are taking advantage of it. Both cities opening up several parking ramps for people to use at no cost, which also helps crews with snow removal. Begging people to come downtown. Right. City but officials- if you park there, don't you need a ride back? Right. That's I, I a good point. That's a good point. City officials say hundreds of people did take advantage of the free parking in each city. Hundreds. More than 1,250 people in Minneapolis have taken advantage of the free parking option. In St. Paul, more than 750 people took advantage.
0: I got news for you. You wouldn't have had any problem finding a parking spot in St.
1: Paul. (laughs) As our guy... uh, Kenny tells us, don't get out of your car if there's an issue in this type of weather. 66-year-old woman from Egan suffered life-threatening injuries during a four-car pileup just after 8.30 Wednesday morning. The report says two cars hit the woman on northbound 77 in Egan. The woman was driving a 2011 Buick LaCrosse north on Highway 77 over 35E when the vehicle and a Nissan Rogue crashed into each other and moved to the left side of the highway. The woman then got out of her car. Uh -uh. Well, after that, a Chevrolet Silverado lost control and rear-ended the Buick into the Nissan Rogue. The woman was hit by both cars. A Mazda CX-5 then rear-ended the Silverado. She was taken to Regent's Hospital with life-threatening injuries. A passenger in the Chevy Silverado suffered non-life-threatening injuries was the only other person injured. She's alive? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I
0: thought she had... She they treated
1: that scene like it was
4: a fatal. Did As you
0: see the video of the trooper who just missed getting oh wiped God. out by the semi? Yes. Yes. That was amazing. That. It was Wyoming, was it not? I have no idea. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I have a knack problem. I shouldn't admit this. I have a knack problem. Yeah. rented a car the past few days, and I could not figure out how to put the headlights on the automatic function. There were The icons. Really? Were. Oh. And so it was like the old days. I turned them on at night and had to turn them off. Like the well, old days. I couldn't like find a... Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> you... Wait a minute. Yeah. So you
4: like when your headlights turn on and off automatically? Yes. What the hell has
0: happened well, to you? Because you don't have to worry about it. Just put You've them on automatic. Control?
4: Oh, maybe you want the car to drive for you. No, I don't. Maybe I'm you not want going it to fill far. up with gas. No, I'm not
0: going that far. May, well, I just like it an automatic Maybe you'd like
4: a little back rub as you're taking a that, nap as you go. This car on had the seats that did I
0: thought you were a GLer. I'm admitting a knack fault. I could not find the automatic you know, setting. We,
4: as GLers, we should be kind of irritated. I admitted that. it
0: as
3: a knack problem, didn't I? You that did. should cover yes, it. You did. Right. You know, it was nice because my headlights came on while no one else was on the Wait road a minute. yesterday. <laughs>
4: you have made a number of admissions this winter that I find disturbing. Number one, uh, your space management um, program this winter is just a disaster. I had
0: that licked yesterday. What? Email the grandkids say get your buddies over there. There'll be something in it for you. And it was all Free set. Pie I, for everybody. all set when I got home. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
4: Maybe that's what you should do. That's for what this I point did. Forward. Yeah. <laughs> One more storm related.
2: Yeah, we're, we're letting him story. off the hook because honesty doesn't mean you're virtuous. Yeah. Just because he's telling yeah. us
0: what's going on. I didn't claim to be virtuous. I said I couldn't find the light, thing. So you're saying thanks. you're oh. not virtuous. Well, right.
1: No, no. In a way, honest, but, honesty would. Say you're virtuous. I, I'm a little confused. As GLers,
4: don't we want to always be able to turn and turn on and off the headlights as we wish? No, so they don't come on in the tunnel. Or that's what cloud, I want them to a do. A cloud
3: comes by and they go on, then they go off. Then
4: shocking! On. You're just
0: on, being uh,
3: shocking. On Monday, speaking of space management, on Monday, Patrick and I did Monday Night Sports Talk, and he was <laughs> he did? had much anticipation for said snow event, and he said. My guy's down in Lonsdale. I got to find a guy who's closer to me. And I said, "Well, Pat, you've been using the same person. Won't you just make his route?" I don't, I don't, I don't know what route he, he's waving me off as I'm trying to help him navigate. I'm sure guide. he has
0: a guy that took care of it.
3: Yep, yeah. yes, sir,
1: John. Yes, yes, Joe. Go ahead. Okay. One more winter, uh, winter <laughs> storm-related uh, story. A photo from Shakopee that went viral caused law enforcement to go to social media and tell people not to do something. You've probably seen this. The photo showed a person on skis oh, yeah. being pulled through an intersection by a car, rope attached to the car. Been there, done that. That's awesome. The police, Why don't they like that? The, well, he was on a The highway. police department was not amused, Kenny. They put on social media, we didn't think we'd have to post something like this, but we are. No, but here we are. Excuse me. The post placed a red circle with a line through it over the car skier photo. And then put a green check mark of a generic photo of skiers on a mountain. Was he on snow skis or water skis? Um, I believe snow skis. I think snow skis. I would
0: do it on water skis. I'm one of the biggest law enforcement supporters you'll ever meet, but
4: I I even have to admit, sometimes they really kill a buzz, don't they? (laughs) They take all the fun right out of it. In grade
2: school, bumper skiing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
4: This would have been the
2: perfect weekend to do that. Grab on a bumper and go the uh Until you hit a pothole and bust all your teeth <laughs> in st paul maybe well, that's why they don't do it it's
1: part of life's lessons uh, witnesses did say the car uh, they obeyed the laws they stopped at a red light used the signal then gave we're the, stopping gave the driver the <laughs> what th- kept the skier from running into the back <laughs> of the car i'm sure he was able to stop himself <laughs> joe and then when the in light space. turned <laughs> when, <laughs> when the light turned green he gave the thumbs up to the driver and the driver it. took like off these were obeying lawbreakers <laughs> yes yeah Uh, Shakopee police didn't return calls about the incident, but did reply to one comment online to say the driver was not cited. Wouldn't it be law-abiding lawbreakers? Yes, uh, thanks, Reavers. You're welcome. Minnesota's public school enrollment slipped for the third straight year last fall, according to state data released Thursday, but the loss is not as steep as at the height of the pandemic. The state's public schools lost about 500 students overall, including early childhood and pre-kindergarten programs. That's a slide of less than 1% in a similar rate as the year before. The loss was more pronounced in K-12, through where enrollments dropped by about 2,400 students.
4: The headline in the paper painted it as being optimistic. Public school exodus is, is slowing. slowing. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, University of Minnesota officials say they'll be requesting about 1% Billion, that's with the B, yep. dollars from the state legislature for the first phase of their plan to regain ownership of the health care facilities on the Twin Cities campus and build a new hospital. They released that plan this morning. They're expecting hearings on the request at the state. I capital. have a question about that because oh.
3: this is in an effort for the university to, to make money off said acquisition, correct?
1: Okay. Huh? Sure, from a hospital sure. on, on campus. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Hey,
2: just, just quit trying to ask intelligent questions. All right, I'm it's sorry. really no way, way beneath, beneath you. Please.
1: I'll play the fart button. Hold yeah. on. Yeah. Here go. We're, out, we're out in public, Chris. I, we don't have to think here. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Vladimir Zelensky today vowed 2023 will be the year of victory and a defiant message of hope on the first anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. As dawn broke on the somber day and the threat of fresh missile strikes loomed over the country, the Ukrainian president pledged to defeat, in his words, evil Putin. Uh, Harvey Weinstein sentenced Thursday in downtown L.A. to 16 years in prison for rape and other crimes. With the already incarcerated former producer in attendance at the Clara Shortridge Foltz Criminal Justice Center courtroom. The delayed ruling is in addition to the 23 years of the much-accused Weinstein being sentenced in 2020. Uh, So, for all intents and purposes, he's in prison the rest of his life. Do you, um,
3: on your list of uh, discussion topics, do you really have on there at the top feeling golfy? Yep. Huh. Wanted to make (laughs) sure you (laughs) mentioned that. Got that in, huh? Feeling golfy. Feeling
0: golfy here at the golf show. (laughs) Love to play golf. (laughs) Yeah. Guys, are, you
1: know, are playing golf. How'd you shoot them uh, this week? Often. Often. Did you Did you do well? Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Congratulations.
0: I had the wrong size shoes, though. <laughs> I, well, I bet I, that uh, looked good. <coughs> for Probably some reason, good. at the golf show, I always end up uh, wearing new shoes to the golf show. Hmm. Wow. Uh. For years, I've been wearing the wrong size, <laughs> and. Uh, you need
2: to go to Chet's.
0: I seem to does have that straightened that out. Redwood. Does that explain why you
4: walk like you're holding something in, like you're <laughs> looking for a bathroom? <laughs>
0: it probably could because what it does is tightens up the gate. Yes, you know does. Hey, now. <laughs> yes. Huh. But now I got the right size <laughs> shoes on. So, okay.
1: So, What's you got that going for You it? have a little thing. spring in your step It's all good, there. yeah. Uh, here's a couple more things for you to worry about, Joe. I'm not worried about anything. How about this one? A hybrid of Super Pigs. Nope, is running about it. Running wild in Canada, and they'll be here soon. Very close to us, actually. Originally crossbred to help farmed pigs grow bigger and tolerate cold temps in Canada, a drop in the market about two decades ago led some farmers to let their hybrid pigs run free. And now they're running very free, according to Field & Stream. The Super Pigs are coming south, likely heading to Montana, North Dakota, Minnesota, and Michigan. These are feral pigs, John? Yeah, and they're big, too. Okay. They're super pigs. Big super big pigs. Pig. Does super
0: hybrid pigs. mean they don't run on gas? I'll tell you what I'm worried about. <laughs> Putin is threatening to drop a nuke at Yellowstone. Did you see that one? Huh? Staff? Anyone? No. I, I didn't see Putin that Putin no. is threatening to blow up uh, Yellowstone. That would unleash the volcano. That Plus, be that'd bad. be the
2: end of the series. That's right. <laughs> don't.
0: Ain't no more. The, uh, I I don't want. I'm I'm leaving now. The problem you with can't.
1: The, you rode with me. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the problem with the super pigs—they're hard to eradicate. Oh, they the can, pig story still. They huh? can survive in cold climate. They can survive well. Good. That's good, John. Are they good eating, They John? feed on anything. They gobble up tons and tons of goslings. Pigs will eat anything, won't they, John? They will. I. Yeah. You know how I learned that? I watched Deadwood. They'll eat, they'll eat the dead you'd bodies. You'd think
0: you'd learn it from your rural upbringing. But I, d-
1: I, d- I grew up in a city, Joe. Oh, no, it's very rural. Mandan, North Dakota. That's, that might
0: as well be in the Two, middle of nowhere. 20,000. Uh, 20, countryside. Hard to
1: kill. So high-powered,
4: 30, 30 uh, 243, 270. I would guess that would, yeah, I don't can take your Can pick. I just use my AR?
1: Sure. Well, no, I don't think you could do that. I'm sorry. Legally, maybe. For now. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Uh, and the other thing you should worry about, the father of an 11-year-old girl who died from avian Influenza in Cambodia this week has now been diagnosed also with the virus. Officials said stoking concerns about the possibility of the bird flu. She oh. died though, John? She, the little girl died and now the dad has it. The dad huh. caught the virus from the little girl? That's correct. And 11 more people who had been in close contact with the girl have undergone lab testing for H5N1. Cambodia Secretary of State Ora Van Deen says... The girl's 49-year-old dad is the only one who tested positive. An investigation is ongoing. The other is, there day, a, is there a vaccination for this? Is there a way to prevent that? Uh, not yet.
4: Well, what we should do is we should uh, rush one onto the market and then force <laughs> everybody to take the vaccination. I someone And then if you there. don't yeah, decide I'm not, not to take the here. vaccination, maybe you'd, you'd, those people should be ostracized <laughs> and fired and, you know. You know, we didn't,
2: sure. speaking of... Um, Diseases and catching things. Is he doing an ad? I don't think it's been covered. <laughs> no, not yet. I don't think it's been covered on Garage Logic that thoroughly, but there was a major disaster this week in the uh, entertainment business. What was that? Uh, the Bachelor caught COVID-19. After kissing nearly every woman that lived in the house.
0: That's fantastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> yes. it's fantastic. Yes.
2: There was a lo- there was a big... The only reason I know this is because there was a big gasp in the living room, I heard, that the girls were watching. Oh, you did. The, it was in the other room.
4: That's enough. That's enough. I, That's I must enough. have been watching the wild. But, it uh, used to be gonorrhea, syphilis. The clap. Now it's... COVID-19. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: You bizarre. know, I haven't flown for a while because I'm making it my life's uh, goal to... Try to not fly lot. Everybody else mm-hmm. is flying seriously. How'd it go? Uh, people uh, dress uh, poorly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. There were p- you, The pig story reminded me of that. That uh, people uh, they they arrive at the plane as though they had just come from maybe working with pigs, <laughs> and said, "Oh, the hell with it! I'm just going to fly somewhere." And they get on and they they have all these uh, bad uh, clothing on. And uh, it used to be a lot more. Civil than that. Yeah.
2: What I've noticed from some of our spirit passengers uh-huh. is that um, they're p- they're putting two pounds of flesh into a oh. no five pounds of flesh into a two pound bag. <laughs> it's just you see skin everywhere <laughs> and stuff that they should not be wearing. We don't have a sophisticated traveler these days. I don't think.
0: No, it was uh, when I fly, I wear a sport coat. Yeah, I do too, and you know why? Think of the garage logic reason. Why do I wear a sport coat no matter where I'm going? Uh, in case you run into Mr. Hubbard. No.
2: no. Conventional. Um, it is, uh, you're, you're, soci-
0: you're, you're engaged no. in no. society. No, no,
3: no. Lack of options. Uh, no. If you
0: crash, you want to look good. No. So I have pockets. Uh, oh, pockets! Okay, yeah. for all your stuff. That's, what about a hooded sweatshirt? No, I need pockets. I
1: need the interior the pocket, airport. and I need the side pockets, and the whole deal. But this is all a, it's, a cultural thing, not just airplanes. Because if you, go, I, I saw no, I saw a, a clip of New York City, 1956, yep. oh. color film of people walking down the street. No, it ties on. They all had suits and ties. How about at a ball game? Super 70 Sports shows people at a hockey game all wearing That was going to be my next thing. If you you watch, because I'm a baseball geek, I have videotape of the 56 World Series. And you see people leaving the stadium through center field. They're all dressed in suits and hats and... Can we nail
4: down the date this started? Because I see it in church too. I see radio station T-shirts, Van Halen T-shirts in church.
0: When the North Stars arrived here in the fall of '67, that's when it started. You'd be hard pressed to find a, a male in the audience without a suit on. Yeah,
2: and Kenny, church-wise, we were not allowed to wear jeans to church. Oh, absolutely, no, no shorts and no, no jeans.
0: No.
1: no, I think I we're wonder, a bit off the topic, I but wonder, I started it, so. It's my fault. The younger generation, I wonder, uh, for instance, you out there, sir, do you own a suit? <laughs> no, I didn't
3: think so. Okay, just checking. Yeah, right. That's suit. why when I travel, I put my family on the plane and I just drive there. <laughs> that way I got the vehicle to myself.
2: Has the attire changed for strip clubs? Are you is it's all no holds barred?
3: I don't know. Who are you
4: looking at?
1: I'm just looking down <laughs> Heroes <laughs> Row here. Heroes <laughs> Row. I don't know. Bizarre footage shows the moment a man brandishing a giant blue sex toy while protesting on the University of Salford campus in Great Britain is tackled to the floor and arrested by police. Hmm. Officials were called to Salford University's Peel Park campus at 3.40 in the afternoon on Thursday to reports of a man acting aggressively and refusing to leave the library. Video captured by eyewitnesses shows police tackling the man while he shouts and waves the sex toy while on a bench. He was then arrested for breach of the peace and common assault and taken into custody. I'm just thinking of
2: that KSDP story years ago (laughs) when the guy calls out the giant unit. What I'm
4: thinking of uh, is everybody here except Joe knows who Holly Roberts is, right? Yes. Yes. Producer at My Talk 107.1. Well, she had one of those in the back of her car, leftover she says, from an event sure, did sure, a couple yeah. of months ago. That's right. Leave all mine, too. <laughs> she actually used that to measure the depth of the snow yesterday morning. <laughs> That's beautiful. The wild play tonight oh again <laughs> at Toronto. Uh, Shut out last night. Yep. Yeah. Boy, Columbus Boy. is bad.
1: Yep. That's like three more Three more paragraphs of so the story, I guess. Are Joe, you still on the pig Joe, story? Joe, Joe doesn't want to hear it, apparently. Is the pig you know, we're story? Talking no, Joe um, knows here, we're talking here, Joe. T-
3: Oh, the, uh, yeah, you can move on. Ladies and gentlemen in uh, the crowd, uh, you'll know that Joe really doesn't like his story when he'll say to John, I wonder how that made the news. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, we're
0: we're
1: well,
3: supposed to be feeling
1: golfy and yeah, talking about golf. The, right. the other thing he says is, boy, this sure is a long story. It, it is. After that's i read a, two sentences. That's a long <laughs> story. <laughs> yeah. um, boy, I really really don't have much more, Joe. That's or,
0: fine. That's uh, You've done enough. Uh, yes, you, sir. That you've one, you've, you've that, done uh, yeoman service. Well. <laughs> you know how we're... Uh, Backing up to the pay window, Jamie. <laughs> you know how we uh, for this? everything is, is got to be a first in this day and age. got to yeah. be the first lesbian legislator or the first Muslim or whatever. I have a new first when we come back. Well, you do. Yeah, but okay. first. You want to hear we, about Hofferman Water. I first. guess. You're going to speak slowly.
3: Joe, not only am I going to speak slowly. Here's a chance for you to tell them in person. I might go on for three, four, five minutes. Fifty-nine sixty. Hofferman Water is an independent water treatment dealer. I've been a customer for years. You'll be happy if you make the switch. Uh, my Kinetico system went in in 2015, and it helped the up sale of my house. Do you know that, Joe? Good. Think about that. I would think that would be important. You've been trying to sell that place in St. Paul for some time. Ages. <laughs> Go with Kinetico and Hofferman Water. Here's their phone number, 952 894 four zero four zero. That's nine five two eight nine four four zero four zero. You can look up their website too. I have it right here. Hoffermanwater.com. You go online, you can see all of their systems, drinking water systems, Water softeners, iron, rust, odor, filtration systems—they got it all, and you'll be very happy. They've—they've uh, they've got me a customer for life in me, and they've been servicing Minnesota for over fifty years. They're the best in the business. You won't be disappointed. HoffermanWater.com. Give them a call today. Set up that appointment, and please tell them you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast.
4: There
3: we go. Brooke, your turn to give us a liner. He'll always check your gauges if you
2: give him a ride. Oh, God. To the Minneapolis Convention Center.
0: He did. He does it every time. I have a cultural question. What do you want to know, Joe? The uh, CP (laughs) and another gal were in a store out in California, and were terribly excited to have learned that the day previous to them being in the store, Ringo Starr and his entourage were in the same store. And they were, they were acting as though that was, that was big news. We were in a store that Ringo Starr was in the day before. That's pretty big news. I said, why don't you just tell me that a guy changed his shirt in Montana? <laughs> There's no. They tried to insist that that was meaningful. I said, no, if he had been in the store, that would be a big deal. I, I would admit, but you got to be in a store and you got to say hi to Ringo. Follow-up But question. you're telling me that the day before you were in this store, Ringo was in it. That's
4: not a big deal. You know what that tells me? The store is probably pretty high end and expensive. Well, that's drew, a different problem. If it drew the likes of Ringo Starr and the CP, that visit probably cost you
0: fifteen grand. You're you're getting away from the point. The point is, <laughs> that's not that's not noteworthy, is it? Uh,
3: may I ask a question? You not may. to us, but yeah. Is that the reason they went to the store? No, they
0: discovered this. Once inside there, somebody's the see. clerk said, hey, guess who was here yesterday? Well, that's not a story. When I think of Ringo Starr, I don't think of an entourage. I wonder what that band yeah, of Yeah, that would have been like. interesting, yeah. <clears throat> well, I'm telling you that it's not a story, and I, I didn't win that argument, but it's not a story. Does it it's, bum you
4: out that we are your
0: entourage? No, no. You're stuck I don't with think us? of it that way. I think way. it does. Everybody's got to be the first at something. I remember there was a time when I really would uh, have wanted to work for the New York Times when it was a real newspaper. I thought, man, that would be something. I even went there on an occasion, and uh, I didn't uh, have any success, for which I'm now grateful it wouldn't have worked out that well. But they actually reported this. In a first, comma, a woman issues a thunderstorm watch. (laughs) What? Wow. (laughs) What? First, comma, thunderstorm watch. The National Weather Service has issued thunderstorm and tornado watches for decades, but one had never been sent by a woman until two days ago. That was the first? Come on. I'm not making it up.
3: Well, I was going to say, had
0: that not been pointed out, would you guys have ever guessed that? Because I wouldn't have. No. For Elizabeth Leitman, who has worked at the Norman, Oklahoma Weather Center since 2010, it would be the day she would issue her first thunderstorm watch. How could that be possible? She would also become the first woman ever to do so in the 70-year history of the center and its previous iterations, according to center officials. This is what the New York Times is reporting. They found that this was was newsworthy. I, I can't I can't understand it. I just I have no further comment. I just wanted to share with you that the whole notion of having to be first has become this watered down. That you're the first to issue a thunderstorm warning. Did you see the news from Kansas, where
4: evidently there is now a bill that is being introduced to define a man and a woman? I did not see that. And uh, the definition of a man uh, is if if you've got the parts, you're a man. If you've got those girl parts, you're a girl. That's it? And it's a big, big uproar with the trans community.
1: Hmm.
3: And so it should be interesting to watch that um, in the upcoming months. I was chuckling because Rookie went total sidekick in a can during your uh, reading of the story
0: there. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm speechless. Senator, <laughs> we have a state senator named Omar Fateh you do something in we Minnesota. <laughs> we sure do. And on the Senate floor during a debate over giving driver's licenses to illegal immigrants... He called opponents white supremacists and terrorists. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I think that's, that's a bit at. a bit strong, isn't it? That's where. We're and at. Uh, when we get back to the studio, obviously it would have to be Monday. Uh, maybe we can play you the audio of that. That apparently was quite something. That he thought the Republicans opposed to uh, giving driver's license to uh, illegal immigrants. Uh, made them, in his mind, terrorists and white supremacists. His Republican colleagues.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Because I believe,
3: uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Kenny, because I think you saw the same clip I did, uh, people were pointing out that this might end up making Minnesota a destination point for someone to seek getting uh, an ID,
0: basically. Right.
3: Yep. But well, If you have that viewpoint, you're a white, su- white supremacist, according to Mr.
0: Fateh. Omar Fateh is a state senator. And I don't know how we're served. A, I don't know how we're served by giving illegal immigrants driver's licenses. And B, I don't know how we're served if you uh, find your opponents uh, so uh, irreputable, you're calling them terrorists and white supremacists. How is the public of this state served by these kind of people? The answer is they're not. We're not. We're not served. We're not served well at all. But more importantly,
2: if you and I... Go to get our driver's licenses.
0: Yes, sir. They're
2: asking for all sorts of different IDs, all sorts of different this and that. How can they, if they don't have those that paperwork in order, achieve getting a driver's license? Well,
0: they need those votes, so you've got to get them the license. So we are not being served. We're being ruled. We're being ruled. We're being ruled. Yeah. You saw that during the snowstorm. Yep. A Democrat, South Dakota. I wasn't going to bring this up because we're feeling golfy. <laughs> kind of bring this down it, to but honest. i i'm tired of carrying this story around so you're, i'm gonna get you're it really killing with. the fun friday but well, it's it's a we're feeling golfy i'm looking at all sorts of interesting booths for golf resorts there's equipment here and golf shoes you can take a chance to win a putter there's the neat golf cart from EcoFun motorsports there's clubs and lessons and there's a beer little beer garden over here it's uh it's a, an enjoyable way to uh, forget the winter storm we just uh, all survived. It's, a, it's an enjoyable way. So we're feeling golfy. Yes. But with that in mind, I, I'm tired of carrying this story around, but I think it needs to be broadcast. A Democrat, because it's, she's from South Dakota. I guess that's what, what surprised me. I didn't know they had them. <laughs> a Democrat South Dakota congresswoman, Erin Healy, took to Twitter this week to criticize the Family Heritage Alliance, calling the group extremist, right? She's calling the group extremist for promoting the idea that a child benefits from the support of a mom and dad who are married. Up is down, in is out, black
4: is white. South Dakota. It's a backwards word. How did
0: she get elected in South Dakota? Well, what the hell is she even talking about? What an ignorant dumbass. Extremist group Family Heritage Alliance said this morning that the safest place for kids are in families that have a married mom and dad, Healy tweeted. What a dangerous and un-American belief. Wow. Wow. Really? Uh, What else does this say? I should know. I've been carrying it around for a week. (laughs) This was published on February 14th. The Family Heritage Alliance works with like-minded churches and organizations to help South Dakota become a state where God is honored, religion freed, religious freedom flourishes, families thrive and life is valued, according to its website. And apparently you're supposed to be to, to find that disagreeable. The marriage of a man and a woman and their ability to raise their children is a foundation, to the strength of a nation. The group states on its website regarding marriage and family. We believe that strengthening our families, defending parental rights, and defending a natural definition of marriage are critical to achieving a strong and healthy nation. Who who would disagree with that? Well, obviously well, the obviously Democrats. the the turds yeah. and the
3: regressives. Oh, well you've been saying that for years about the people in Minneapolis. They hate families. Yeah. And according to this person, you're allowed to have your own thoughts unless it Disagrees with what my thoughts are.
0: Healy, this uh, turd, Healy focuses on legislation that will improve conditions in South Dakota for families and children and is especially interested in work surrounding early education, women's health care, and child advocacy. She also outlines her objectives and goals for healthy families, education, and economy among her constituency, but her platform does not specifically mention marriage or her familial values. Her tweet sparked backlash, which prompted Healy to limit who could reply to her tweet. But Republicans and conservative commentators, quote, tweeted their outrage responses instead. Okay, why, why, uh, why would it just be a conservative? That always irritates me. Why would a conservative find fault with that ideology? Any I know many liberals who would find fault with that ideology. Staff, anyone? Anyone? No, right. Right. Thank you. Thank yeah, you for your participation. On I'm just going to pass this one over. What are we going to do? Are we on? Yeah. Uh, functional uh, nuclear families are now dangerous, un american Executive editor of the Common Sense Society, Christopher Bedford, tweeted, Aaron doesn't realize that comments like this can cause candidates to lose unexpectedly. Uh, okay, whatever there, these people I can, I don't have to no, stop, I can stop carrying no, these around people
2: now. really need to rethink the path that they 're on right now, otherwise it 's going to turn over
0: you're you 're yeah. on a good limb there <laughs> yeah, yeah. let 's turn it
2: around let 's back up the train a couple miles on the track and give uh, her a new push.
0: John, I printed it, but yes. i i 'm not. Seeing it, and we can't end the show without this day in history. Oh. Could you call it up, please?
1: I will do that for you. Because
0: yes. I, uh, the Traveling Limans. I'm going to guess you left it on the printer back at the station. Oh.
1: At, uh, at
0: Marleth Park in Umpumalanga, South Africa. What happened on this uh, day? Uh, only because they come to us all the way. February 24th. From the Traveling Lyman's February two. I think there's only two today, There's only John. two.
1: You are correct.
0: I wish you'd read them really? for us, yes. All right.
1: In 1858. 1858. That's the year we became a state. That Mitch- rhymes. And it's the year Minnesota is nicknamed the Gopher State. Oh, boy. The legislature had guaranteed a $5 million loan to railroad interests and a cartoon showing a railroad car of corrupt men being pulled by nine striped rodents with human heads. Huh. Is printed on what? this date. I remember that. Do you? Well, not from 1858, but I... Do they have a big pole like they did with
2: the
0: um, snow plows and stuff? (laughs)
2: No, they didn't,
0: uh, okay. they didn't. The Gopher State. Gopher. In other words, the Gopher uh, State has its nickname originating in financial
1: corruption. That's correct, John. All right. Yep. In 1925. 1925. Minnesota. Feb 24. Feb, Feb, Feb 24. Oh, sorry. I, I didn't
0: let well, you, you say you that. You have yeah. to know how the
1: bit goes. we golfy. Not really. is not paying any attention. Oh, oh, yes. Golfy. 1925. Minnesota loses to Canada two and a half acres of water area from the northwest angle oh boy that's that little northwestern point lake sure of the woods that there. finger that yep. sticks up there yeah when the united states and the dominion of canada sign an agreement that more accurately defines the international boundary between the two countries that was established by the webster ashburton treaty of 1842 having recently oh boy.
4: a return from that part of the state sure i, I can say that we could have given them a little more. Yeah, there's a lot up there, isn't there? <laughs> wow. There's a lot of water up there. Wow, it is desolate. Well, and
3: speaking of anniversaries, wasn't yesterday the day that we didn't get any snow, according to you? Uh, wasn't that the anniversary of the miracle on ice? Or was that two days ago? I think it's today. Uh, no,
4: it, I believe it was yesterday. Wasn't it yesterday? I thought it was today. Uh-huh. Or
3: Wednesday. Wednesday.
4: It's but this it's, week. Anyway. It's not well, if much only of we a, had
0: somebody there that covered the game. I know, but we covered this well. We had uh, Robbie McClanahan on last year, the year before. We went through it all. This <laughs> is this would be an off anniversary, like the 20th or the forty third or something. You know, yeah. it wasn't a, it wasn't a, yeah, I think yeah. we must have done the fortieth. I bet we did the fortieth with McClanahan.
1: Yes, Ye- yesterday, yesterday, yesterday in nineteen eighty three.
0: Was that the gold no, medal victory or the victory that, over the commies? That was
1: the gold medal. Uh, wait, I'm, I'm 1980, no, so, uh, Are you doing the Columbia? Yeah, I got the wrong thing. Are you Never doing the, the gold Rocky?
0: medal was over the Finns. You're going to get
3: your
1: money back. You had to beat the commies to get to the gold medal game. Yeah, this was a different thing altogether.
0: Now, do you believe in the Al Michaels game, wow, do you I'm believe so in miracles? Was that, that the gold medal game no. or the commie well, that, game? They that beat the Russia. commies. That was the commie game that, that the, got them into the final. Yeah. There, then look, they beat the Finns.
1: Go. February twenty-second, 1980. Thank
4: was you, what, was. what about, uh, we'll see you tomorrow night.
0: That was that's, game six of, of the one. 87 or 91, 91 World Series. 91. 91 World Series. What was yeah. this
2: one? And the Vikings lose the Super Bowl again. <laughs> well, that that could have been one? one of many. Yeah. <laughs> right. That could have been
0: any year. <laughs> All right, thank you. Speaking uh, of town ball. Well, no, we're going to talk about golf because we're really feeling golfy. Feeling golfy. And the 2023 Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show is open all weekend long at the Minneapolis Convention Center inside Hall B. Tickets and information are online at minnesotagolfshow.com. You'd be crazy not to get your ticket online because you get – 14 free rounds of golf, courtesy of the TwinCitiesGolf.com, at that ticket purchase. Yep. That's a value of nearly 500 bucks, and you also get a coupon for 20 bucks off the PGA Tour Superstore. Uh, the golf show runs through 6 p.m. tonight, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday, and 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Sunday, when apparently the successful putters in the $100,000 putt challenge have to come back. See, you've got people out there now making those putts, but they're not walking away with the moolah. they got to come back Sunday. For a putt-off. they got to get into a putt-off with Excuse the other me? successful candidates. That's right. Yeah. So uh, I might go take a crack at it. All right. Am I eligible? Sure. All right. Uh, then you're I'd have, to come, it, I'd have yeah, to come back eligible. Sunday. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't. You might be surprised. I'm a pretty good putter. Are yeah. you steady hand? Oh, you, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Why Thank not give you. it a shot, huh? Thank you.
3: Thank G you dollars. for feeling
0: golfy, <laughs> and uh, see you down at the Minnesota Choice Bank Golf Show, Minneapolis Convention Center. While you're down there, on your smartphone
2: poking around for other podcasts out there, check out Pod MN on your smartphone. Go to GarageLogic.com. As I told a couple people at the airport today, yes, we're still doing the podcast. Go to GarageLogic.com. What station are you on? Right, they don't understand. There that a, there's a brand
3: new podcast. I wish uh, I wish you
2: guys were still on was the air. It? I'm yeah. not even. I hear that a lot, a lot. Today. Pretty big deal, from what I hear. Oh, we're uh, we're working for t- you. Can find that at PodMN on your smartphone. Uh, do sign up on the Garage Logic Town Council. That's at GarageLogic.com. The online store. You can see some of the Garage Logic garb being I worn this? today. And YouTube. Subscribe to Garage Logic on YouTube. Some of the videos you see will be amazing. Do we have amazing videos. Amazing. Yeah, my vacation videos are amazing. They are uh, the YouTube Garage they, Logic page. They are. What Check I, them out. What I
1: remember of them anyway.
3: One, two, three.